everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin and as always coming to you from my bathroom floor. The bathroom floor in my studio apartment which I love so much that I'll be leaving in two months. And if you don't remember from when I first started the pod, I had to record in my bathroom because it was the quietest place. I had no other option. It really was the only option to close the door in my tiny bathroom, make it like my own little studio because I live in a small studio apartment, which is right up until the streets. It's very noisy. This was really the quietest and I should say the only quiet place. So recording in the bathroom kind of was circumstantial, but now I really can't imagine recording anywhere else. Sitting on my bathroom floor recording the pod, and this is the 45th episode, so 45 times, well, once or twice I've recorded in other bathrooms, but 45 times I've literally sat myself down on the bathroom floor and recorded, which I know started off as just necessity, but now it's kind of my thing, and I can't imagine recording it anywhere else. And when I moved to Florida, yes, I already have an apartment there. It's not as noisy and I could record, you know, in my bedroom, in the living room, but I think I'll still record in the bathroom with the door shut because that's just how we do it on Zero Correlation. It's our brand, it's on brand, it's on point, and it'd be really perplexing for me if I recorded anywhere else. It just wouldn't feel the same. It wouldn't have that same spark, that same, I don't know, just it wouldn't be the same. So... I don't know. It started off as just, I had to record in my bathroom because it was the quietest place and it was the only place to record. And now I just can't imagine recording anywhere else. And it's crazy because I've been in this apartment for about two and a half years and I adore this apartment. I love this apartment. And I really didn't think I'd move for a very long time. Like I used to make jokes and I'm staying here until I die or get married, whichever one comes first. And I'm moving and it's crazy and I'm moving to Florida, which is really crazy. I still can't believe it. I don't know why I'm so excited to do it, but I just can't believe it. There's things that happened in this apartment and happened in New York that I just, I don't know, just made me who I am and I guess shaped who I am, which is all just really crazy to me. But I'm very excited for the move, even though so many changes and I have to learn so many new things, and it's just really wild. New York's a special place. So much magic happens here that I think we don't even recognize it. And if you are born and raised here, you moved here, you've lived here for a long time, you don't even recognize the magic so much anymore because we're so used to it. But it's there. And the next two months, I'm really going to try my best to absorb all of it and to take it all in and like I said, the Cheryl leaving New York tour and go to all the spots and do all the things and, you know, for a lack of a better cliche, stop and smell the roses because life is going to be different in Florida. Life is different in Florida as general, but I'm really excited. I'm excited for this next step, this next journey and to do all the things in Florida. So I may have started recording the pod on my bathroom floor out of necessity, but it's something I'm always going to take with me. Last night, because yes, I am recording this on Sunday, the actual day of the pod is 
recording. Last night, I went to my friend Melissa's house. Shout out, Mel. Thanks for making me pizza. And it was really late when I was leaving. So I was talking to Jake and he's like, you can't walk home. It's too late. So he ordered me an Uber. He's the best. Amazing. But a Tesla came and was my Uber. First of all, why is a Tesla driving Uber? That's my first point. Second of all, I learned that Tesla made a Model 3, which is the car I was in, that apparently is an affordable Tesla. Is there such a thing as really an affordable Tesla? Unclear. I don't know. But my point is, I didn't know how to open up the door to get into the Tesla. Literally, it's like a spaceship. I I didn't know where the handle was. I didn't know how to open up the door. I felt like such a moron. The driver had to like from the inside open the door for me. Literally like a fucking idiot. And I was like, oh my God, thanks so much. Sorry, I didn't know where the handle was. Fine. I'm inside the Tesla. And remember, I'm only going maybe like a mile. This car is sick. It is so cool. It is so sleek. I've never been in one before. It felt like, you know, a cool experience. The inside is beautiful. Not the point. Then I was like, okay, fine. He opened the door for me. So nice. But I was a moron and I didn't know how to get myself out of the car. Because I don't know how many of you know what Teslas look like or have been in a Tesla. But there's no handles. I'm like on the door looking for the handle. There isn't one. The driver's like laughing at me, which like, sir, don't laugh at me. I'm not experienced with Teslas. Even the Model 3, which is apparently the affordable one. I'm still not in that realm. I am not on your level. I had no idea. He's like, oh, you have to press down the window button and then push. I'm sorry, makers of Tesla. Why is there no handle? And why am I supposed to know this? If this is the case, can you please put like instructions? I felt like the world's biggest idiot and moron. Literally never a dull moment. I'm like laughing at myself that I literally don't know how to open up the Tesla door from the inside or the outside. But in my defense, I've ever been in a Tesla. I didn't even really know what one looked like before last night. But I can now say I've been in a Tesla Model 3 as my Uber experience. So that's me. But it was like such a Cheryl moment that I didn't know how to open up the car door from either side. But also a big Cheryl moment that I have to share with all of you. I have a little bit of a shopping problem. I just love to shop. It's a little bit of an addiction. Yeah, I know, not the best addiction, but also it could be worse. I could be addicted to much worse things, but not my point. Last week I ordered, ordered, that's not the right thing. I went into Zara and Zara, because of Corona, fucking Corona, their dressing rooms aren't open. So I picked up a few things and I got them and I had to try them at home. Two things, I didn't like how they looked, so I returned them. Well, I went to return them and I was so proud of myself for making a return and that I was going to get money back. And everyone knows when you make returns, it's like free money. Yes, I know it's money that I spent that I'm just getting back. I know that, but ignorance is bliss. Let me live my life. Let me think what I want to think. It's free money. But as I'm waiting in the long, long, long Zara line, there was a white dress next to the checkout. And I'm telling you, this white dress was looking at me. And of course, you're thinking, Cheryl, no dress is looking at you. But this dress was. It was giving me eyes. I had to get it. And I was in line. So I wasn't going to get out of line to go try it on, even if there was dressing rooms open, which there's not. 
So I was like, oh, let me just grab one. If it doesn't work, then I will return it. No big deal. So I went into Zara with the intention of getting money back, you know, free money and all the things. But I ended up going in for a return and I and instead of getting money back, I ended up spending $14 more. That is something that only happens to me. Like, this is just who I am. But then I asked myself, why the fuck am I like this? So many answers that I do not know. So many questions that I just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. I just am. But the point is, is this dress, I didn't like the way it looked. So ultimately, in the end, I am getting all my money refunded. So I'm getting even more free money. So really, it's okay in the end. But only I walk into a place to make returns and get money back and end up spending more. Because this is just who I am. I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know if it's fixable, but I don't know why I'm like this, but I just am. And it's such a Cheryl moment that I just had to share. Like any human, I have a lot of pet peeves because I'm human and I'm normal. But my number one, if not, no, maybe not my number one, but in my top three pet peeves is slow walkers. I literally cannot. Like, I don't understand why you're walking so slow, especially before 8 a.m. on a weekday. And if you follow me on Instagram, I know I talked about this a little bit, but like I need to talk about it again because I'm so perplexed. Why are you walking at a snail's pace before 8 a.m. in Manhattan? Why? I have places to go. I'm running to work. I literally am not like just strolling. Why are you strolling before 8 a.m.? So I'm weaving around you and you're walking so freaking slow and I want to just rip your head off. Move to the side, buddy. Don't don't be in the middle. Ugh, I get so annoyed and so mad. I just cannot. And then I realize I'm moving to Florida. Everything in Florida is slow. The Starbucks is slow. The people are slow. The drivers are slow. Everyone's slow. It's literally the center of slow walkers in America. I I don't know how I'm going to do it. But then I realized that maybe I won't be walking so much there because from what I've seen, no one really walks in Florida. They all like take their cars everywhere, even if it's like down the block, which I'm not really sure why. But like here I'm used to walking everywhere. I walk for my groceries. I walk to my friends. Everything to me has always been in walking distance and I'm a fast walker. But there, no one walks. It's just not a thing. I don't know why, but it's just not a thing. So I, I'm, I'm either going to need to like learn to slow down and learn to get some patience or just be hating on everyone in the slow walkers. But then again, I'm going to have to learn how to drive when I move to Florida. Yes, you heard me, learn to drive. I do not know how to drive. I think I've been behind the wheel maybe one time in a parking lot many, many years ago. Um, I never learned to drive. I never felt the need to. And then as the years went on, I was living in Manhattan for the past 11 years and I had no need to learn to drive and I never did. And truth be told, I'm fucking petrified. Literally petrified to drive. Jake's going to teach me, which that should be a fun experience, I'm sure. But um, I don't know. I'm so scared. Driving is really scary. And I know everybody who's had their license forever doesn't think it's scary. But as a 30-year-old who never drove, it's really scary and petrifying. I'm so nervous. 
but you can't live in Florida and not drive. Living in New York, especially like the five boroughs, you can get away with not driving. I walk everywhere, literally everywhere. And I walk with my groceries. No one's walking to the grocery store in Florida. So I have to learn to drive, which should just be an interesting experience all around because I'm so scared. I've never been behind a wheel. I'm really just good on my own two feet or on the subway or a bus. But there are no subways in Florida and the bus system is like no bueno. No one takes it. It's also so slow and not direct. And I get it. People don't walk around because it's so hot and humid there. I understand why people drive, but me needing to drive is just really scary. I don't know if like it's scarier for me as a driver or everyone around me should be scared. No, but like I'm kidding. Hopefully I'm a good driver and I pick it up fast because I'm really petrified. But I don't know. I'm just one of those people who's good on their own feet. Because, like, another secret that a lot of you may not know, I don't know how to ride a bike either. I'm not good on wheels. Well, actually, that's not true. I can rollerblade like a champ. Not that I rollerblade any time, but I used to be able to do it like a champ. But as a whole, I'm really just better on my own two feet. I never learned to ride a bike, never cared to. I never learned how to drive because, again, I never cared to. But here we are. In my 30th year of life, moving to Florida where everyone drives and you can't survive without a license or a car, so I'm going to have to learn to drive, which is just funny. It should be a funny experience. Don't worry, I'll give you updates on that as it comes. But yeah, moving to Florida, needing to learn to drive is super scary stuff. But we're doing it because this is the year of exciting things and moves and changes and just doing all the things. So if you're a praying type, say a prayer for me that I am a good driver and I pick it up quickly and it's not so scary and I survive. If you're not the prayer type, just send me good vibes out in the universe because the Lord knows I will need them. But yeah, I need to learn to drive and I am so scared. So wish me luck. Hopefully with driving, I won't have to deal with slow walkers anymore. Just, I guess, slow drivers, you know, like when the snowbirds are down in Florida, but maybe I'll be a snowbird also. Not a snowbird because I'll live there full time, but maybe my driving skills will be as good or as bad as the snowbirds. So maybe we'll all just drive at a snail's pace together and be bad drivers. Unclear. But either way, I need to learn to drive and I am just, you know, maybe a tiny little bit, a lot scared, if you can't tell. Share explaining is my favorite part of the pod because I learn new terms and you guys learn new terms. Or if it's a term that you did know before or if I've heard of before, I'm kind of looking at it with new eyes. Um, It's just a learning experience for us all. So I just believe in making every experience an educational one. So if you don't remember, share explain is when I find a term on the internet give you their definition, my definition, an example if I have one, something you know super relatable. And I share it with y'all because that's what we do. We share on the pod. So this week's share explain is on a thing. 
This is used to describe that romantic relationship that isn't official, but definitely isn't just a casual fling. Example, Harry and I have been on a thing for a few months now. Um, I'm sorry, what the actual fuck? What is on a thing? What is wrong with people and defining things? Just define things. Commit. Grow a pair. I don't like all the gray area. I don't like the, oh, oh, maybe we're together or maybe we're dating or like, I don't know, we're casual. Grow the fuck up. I feel like I kind of used to be in these things also. Not intentionally or not wanting to, but I would find myself in these like things. What the fuck is a thing? You're either together or you're not. Learn to commit. Learn to define the relationship. It's bullshit otherwise. I've definitely been in these things and it came to a point, I guess, where I grew up and found enough self-respect that I was like, fuck that. I am not doing that. And now I'm in a super amazing, healthy, great relationship that is definitely defined. So even though it took me a long time to get there, I eventually got there. So if you're on a thing or have a thing, Have some self-respect and be like, fuck this, no, and say it doesn't work for you. I feel like for so long, I I, I only can speak for myself, but I was so afraid to like speak up for my own needs and what I needed and what I wanted and what worked for me and what didn't work for me. And I went along with so many things that I, I didn't want to and I was so go with the flow, which again, if you know me personally, I am not a go with the flow person. I'm just not. I'm... I'm not built that way, but when it came to relationships or things, I didn't want to be, you know, hard or difficult or confrontational. So I just kind of went with the flow and never said my piece and never spoke up for myself. And I never talked about what I needed and what I wanted. So I found myself in these situations that were not serving me. So if you're in any of that, do yourself a favor and get out of it or define it and tell them to grow a pair because. Being in a thing or on a thing is just fucking bullshit. Cut the crap. Move on with your life. Make things happen. That's my advice. Make things happen because no one's going to make them happen for you. You got to do it yourself. Just remember that. But as always, drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your hands, do your squats, and as always, stay far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation. Coming to you from my bathroom floor and I can't wait for you to listen next time.